This is Broke Money Hustle. And now, here's Broke Money Hustle with Trackle and Eric. Hello, hello, everyone. It is Tuesday, um, something, something, I think the 8th of September. Yesterday was Labor Day. Yeah. Uh, did you have a good Labor Day? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Um, I uh, didn't do a lot yesterday. <laughs> uh, Saturday and Sunday, I was uh, kind of redoing stuff on the house, trying to get some of that sweet equity built up in the, <laughs> in the old, uh, you know, Trico estate over here. And uh, yeah, then... Uh, Monday, I was supposed to, or Labor Day, I was supposed to uh, kind of work on the honey to-do list, but I was so tired. I'm like, I'm just going to lay down for a minute and relax, and then I kind of didn't get back up the rest of the Stoked day. Off for the rest of the day. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, we went to a neighborhood uh, volleyball picnic party thing, which was a lot of fun. It wasn't in our neighborhood. Our neighborhood's much too uh, uh, uppity and, uh, and and stuck up for that, but uh it was great. Virtually nobody wearing masks. We had barbecue, hot dogs. Uh, there was a lot of bees. <laughs> a lot of bees? Yeah. Bee, bees tend to be attracted to food at pavilions and parks, apparently. And yeah. I watched my wife uh, play dozens of games of volleyball. So that was, uh, that was a fun time. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in for Broke Money Hustle. This is the uh, podcast where two broke money individuals trying to do non-broke money things like invest in ourselves do side hustles, be good stewards of our money, buy stocks and investments, and, uh, you know, try to uh, not waste a whole bunch of money on bric-a-brac, uh, despite what's in our backgrounds. And, uh, um, yeah, so we're just trying to encourage uh, everybody who's listening along that, uh, you know, poor is a mindset, being broke is okay, and there are ways out of it. You just got to do some hard work, and we're here to share some of those. We usually try to have good guests to uh, share their side hustles and their experiences in trading and whatnot. And uh, we are happy that you're with us today, whether you're listening on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are at uh, on the Indie Bolt Network. We're happy to have you uh, listening to us again. And thank you for joining us. So obviously the biggest news was our massive Tuesday, Thursday, and now apparently this, or uh, wait a minute, Thursday, Friday, and then today dips. <laughs> the market is in a weird uh, downward spiral. Everything is on sale, and um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm hurting right now. <laughs> hurting. Yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the red overall on my well, yeah, overall on my portfolio, I'm in the red, and uh, looks like I have a couple of things that are green but not enough to really pull me out of the <laughs> out of the negative i'll tell you what my robin hood is a tale of two ev manufacturers so i um uh, i really i don't know i guess maybe i got guilty of fomo because i really worked hard to get in on the split for tesla the split for apple managed to do both and now i'm paying for it big time like actually paying for it out of pocket because right now apple is below I think I was $118 a share at the split. Now it's like trading at $114. That's like, and uh, Tesla is down, gosh, like what, 20, 30%. I'm losing, you know, I've only got the one share, but I'm losing two, over $200 on that one share. 
Good golly, Miss Molly. But uh, I did say a tale of two. And we had some really interesting news come out today with Nicola partnering up with GM. Did you uh, hear about that, TJ? Yeah, I heard a little bit about it. I haven't had a chance to uh, to read up on it. I, well, it was uh, one of the stories that when I opened up Google, it was one of the stories because Google knows I'm a I'm a sucker <laughs> for anything involving business or stocks. So they always kind of show me that. And I'm like, oh, man, that's cool. And uh, I emailed it. I, I saw an article about it, so I emailed it to myself for later, but I haven't had a, a chance to look at it yet. Yeah, yeah, apparently GM has a stake in Nikola. They have an 11% ownership um, of the of I don't know if it's just of the of the company itself or of the Badger, just the truck. But GM is going to be doing the manufacturing of the Badger. Nikola is providing the uh, fuel cell technology, and it seems like a win-win partnership here. The stock is performing beautifully. It's up 45 percent. I wish I'd have bought more shares when it was down at 30 bucks, but. Uh, yeah. You know, it's cruising above 50 again, and it's uh, it's nice to see some positive news in the EV market with Tesla taking a big slide. And uh, a, a lot of people, you know, it didn't it did not get included in the S&P 500. That's another reason why it had a big hit today. Hmm. So the country, the company is uh, it, it's dealing with, uh, you know, not enough profit and uh, not uh, not getting into the S&P 500. So uh, those are two big big punches to the face i guess yeah yeah definitely yeah after uh uh friday and you know no especially friday i was kind of like you know me i was never big into technology stocks and now i'm like even more scared of them (laughs) (laughs) i know even my nvidia which is still up from when i bought it is now down and it's like but you know these are the things when you get into this game and it really is a game Uh, of trying to grow your money with stocks instead of, you know, just putting it into a 0% interest bank account. You have to take these punches with strides. You know, you, you, you still own the assets. You know, I still own a share of Tesla. Now it just behooves the company to do some good things to make its stock more valuable again. Same for Apple. Anybody who's down and you take the ups with the downs and hopefully you can position yourself to buy the dip if it's a company that you believe in. Now, I've been reading through a little bit of article about trying to understand what's going on with Tesla. And the thesis is that Tesla's poor earnings, uh, poor earnings quality over the last 26 quarters may have been the chief reason for the S&P 500 snubbing it. So it didn't get in the S&P 500. We've established that. They've shown a positive net income uh, in four of the 26 quarters, excluding one-time credit sales. And this is an analyst on uh, Benzinga. This is an article coming from Benzinga. And uh, basically, you know, they've got they've got uh, the Tesla's balance sheet and cash flow quality are poor. And I think the saddest part of the news is that a GL, GL, J, G, LJ <laughs> research analyst Gordon Johnson has a sell rating on Tesla with a $19 price target. So it's uh, it's brutal. It, it's one of those things. Of like, do I do I keep just own the own the stock and just keep it regardless of what it does? Do I lock in my losses now? Because it's you know I'm locking in, you know at least you know two hundred dollars in losses at this point, and walk away. And it's like it's one of those things that I need to do more DD and find out because Tesla's not just an automaker, you know SpaceX, yeah. the the human brain chip implant. You know this is uh, it, there's still like large present large per, yeah 
I'm tripping over my own tongue today. Um, there's, there's still a, a, a really good chance that this company has got a huge future ahead of it. But it's kind of odd, you know, it's like the stock that everybody wished they own. And then when it did the split, it crashed. And now it's like a pariah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, before that, everyone loved Tesla. Like every every YouTuber was always talking about Tesla. They were always recommending it. Now, um, I'm not saying everyone hates it, but you don't hear as many good things about it <laughs> now. I yeah. still think, you know, it's probably a good stock to hold on to. I, I, I don't know. I think it will bounce back, but I'm not. Uh, neither of us are really experts on it. No, not, not at all. But, you know, and, and I'm looking at the analyst ratings on Robinhood, and there's a 22% buy rating still for the stock, a hold rating of 49%, and a sell rating of 30%. So everybody's kind of split, you know. So the, the experts, the quote experts, aren't, like, sure of themselves, it seems like. Uh, that's 22% of 37 different rating, uh, ratings have it, have it at that. So uh, bulls are saying that Tesla has the potential to change the world with long-range EV technology. Bears say investing in Tesla carries tremendous uncertainty. The market has high expectations. So it's, it's kind of, it, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we've got um, something awesome. You uh, shared with me that you've been uh, putting together some really impressive-looking spreadsheets your investments. So we would definitely want to get into that a little bit later. But I think first, let's talk about the stocks that you are dating, Mary and killing because uh, I have a really serious date with Tesla here. I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. But that, that, that's my biggest date, my big date. And I haven't killed anybody. And I ain't married anything yet. So uh, <laughs> what do you what do you got? Uh, well, uh, Friday, luckily, I wasn't really watching the market too much. Uh, because uh, lately it hasn't been too exciting. And then uh, Friday, you kind of mentioned like, hey, have you seen the market? So I went on and uh, some things were on sale pretty good. Um, and uh, it was right around the time when I'm, I'm really getting into uh, monthly dividend stocks. <laughs> That's my new uh, uh, phase I'm going through, I guess. Uh, so I went through and bought like a bunch of monthly dividend stocks uh, on Friday. So um there and a lot of them were fairly inexpensive, so I bought like a lot of them. Plus, they were on sale. Uh, but there's three of them I had to kill like the next day. I bought them on Friday and I put the uh, issued a hit on them <laughs> through Robinhood on uh, on Monday because I found out they canceled their dividends. And oh no, yeah, that's a big no no to me. <laughs> like you know, because um, uh, the dividend stacks a lot of times they're uh, they're not like a company I, I have a lot of emotion with, you know, like, uh, with Ford, I grew up with Ford, you know, we always had Ford trucks. So there's some, a certain degree of emotion there, but uh, a lot of my dividend stocks, especially the monthly ones. So the monthly ones are a lot of times are a finance company or, um, a company that's kind of like an investment company or some of them are like a, a real estate company. Uh, so they're, more or less just there to make money and pay dividends. <laughs> like, you know, they're not there to produce a nice vehicle, you know? Um, so I don't get as much attached to those. So uh, one of them I had to kill off was uh, CPTA, uh, Capitella Finance. So when I, I pulled it up on Robinhood and I was like, oh yeah, that's a good dividend yield, you know? It's saying, uh, uh, 
45.76% on Robinhood. And, you know, it's only like a $10 stock. So I'm like, all right, this sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> but uh, then if I head over to uh, dividend.com, the that's one thing I'm learning is always kind of check to make sure they didn't cancel their dividends because uh, uh, usually they don't say anything. They've suspended their dividends, so they're not paying them right now. Mm-hmm. So when they are paying them, it's a pretty sweet deal. For a $10 stock, you get $0.50 cents every every month um wow you know but they suspended them since uh last time they paid out was the end of march mm-hmm. so i'm like well i'm not gonna hold on to this i'll just <laughs> you know it's on my list i'll look i'll keep on checking in on it you know um you know kind of like uh yeah, it's one of those stocks I'm going to call it like 3 a.m., you know, <laughs> like uh, I'm not going to, you know, continue to date it. I'm just going to call it once in a while when I, you know, when I want to see it kind of thing, you know. <laughs> so um, another one, uh, one that I bought that I'm going to hold on to is um, GNL, uh, Global Net Lease. Um I bought that today uh, uh, at seventeen forty-five. So, uh, of course, once I bought it, it went down about fourteen cents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's another one that's a uh, um, a monthly uh, dividend. So, uh, dividend yield it's saying is uh, ten point sixty-five. Let me look up what the actual. Uh, monthly dividends are here usually the monthly dividends are not anything huge uh usually it's like from a lot of them i've seen it's only around six cents uh oh this one's a pretty good one uh gnl their uh dividend payout oh no um this one's a quarterly one how did it get onto my huh this one's only a quarterly one but somehow <laughs> it finagle its way onto my uh monthly dividend spreadsheet oh no <laughs> Yeah, what's the deal with that? But yeah, it's forty cents every quarter. Um, so and it was only uh, around seventeen and some change today. So I, I bought that one. Um, and then uh, let's see, ones that I'm kind of dating. Um, not really dating anything. I'm just kind of uh, buying it and then kind of seeing if it works out. I guess uh, there's a uh, one. HJT, I think this was the one that I bought. I made a few cents on and I dropped it. Yeah, um, I made a little bit on this one. Uh, uh, Sam uh, Jackson Thomas, (laughs) HJT. Um, This was another one that was a uh, a monthly dividend earner. Um, I bought it on Friday. Uh, then, uh, when I was looking around on dividend.com, uh, I found out that it's another company that suspended their dividends. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get rid of this one, but I, I made a, a little bit on it. I think about 10 cents on it. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, I just kind of took it out for the weekend and then, uh, got rid of it as soon as I, uh, you know, as soon as Monday rolled around. So, um, that was kind of my my date, I guess. You know, I took it out, had a good time, made you know a little bit of money, and and got rid of it, kicked it to the curb. Uh, but yeah, other than that, everything else I've been buying for now is a Mary. Uh, 
because I'm planning on keeping it and then just kind of reaping some of those uh, monthly dividends. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. All right. Uh, yeah, for uh, like I said, for me, my biggest Mary is uh, or my biggest date right now is Tesla. Not sure exactly where we're where we're going as a couple, and uh, yeah. it. Uh, so yeah, it, yeah it's, it's 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 I don't know it's ridiculous I, I feel kind of bad for doing it but you know it, you just never know you never know with these things and yeah. the market is we we all know and we've been trying to say this over and over again the market is weird it's not actually operating by its own principles anymore you largely have the Fed injecting capital every you know printing money and propping up zombie companies by buying their debt their bonds. And, uh, and and now starting to get into buying shares and you know it, it's just it's one of those things is like I'm, I'm thankful that all my eggs aren't in this stock market basket. I've got gold, silver, I've got crypto, and you know just like even though kind of everything this weekend kind of took a little bit of a hit, um, I still you know there's still um, secure holdings of, of of capital to where you know I'm not going to lose. You know, am I, am it's going to fluctuate, but I'm not going to lose everything, you know. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I've noticed uh, since silver isn't, well, I haven't checked in a while, but um, for a while it was up a lot and everyone was selling silver. And uh, now, yeah, it's about, you know, where it seems like it has been since I got into silver. Um, now that it's not up a lot, I can't find anyone selling, anyone locally selling silver. <laughs> yeah, it, it, you can really tell there's a real knee-jerk reaction to things. Yeah. Uh, when, when, yeah, because when silver was near $30 an ounce, people were like, oh, man, I can make a ton of money off this stuff. And then it's quietly back down to 26 And there's lots of market manipulation that's going on with this. And, uh, you know, silver is artificially being depressed. Uh, largely, you know, there's there's the, um, the situation with the uh, Rona going on. Mine's not up to operational standards yet, and uh, and so there's and there's all there's de- there's not much supply to meet the demand, but also factories aren't up and running, so the demand's not super high. So there's you know, there's lots of mitigating factors going on, kind of keeping the. Uh, I'm mainly watching this gold silver ratio where it keeps. It went up today a little bit, point uh, seven zero, and uh, it's it's been on a downtrend for a while, so. Yeah, gonna keep an eye on it, and you know, it's it's you know, it's one of these things. It's like this is where you put your money, to where it's the safest, where it's got the most potential to grow, but there's no guarantees. You know, our Acorns was doing swimmingly well with its Vanguard EFTs, yeah, and it took a hit too. But uh, you know, just like with uh, back in March, it's gonna recover because it uh, it recovered really well then. So, and plus, I think we're getting so close to the election cycle, companies banks and everybody's just kind of like on edge like how's this going to play out yeah you know we see this every election cycle where um major corporations businesses they stop investing they stop you know making big moves because then they're just kind of like holding and hoarding back because they don't know how elections are going to play out and sadly the differences in the two parties are so stark contrasts that you have to have completely different game plans depending on who wins you know, you got one. You got one that largely, for the longest time, was supposed to be fiscally responsible. Now they both play the same Kensington, Kensington and Dirty Pool debt game, and that's a huge disappointment. 
But uh, you, you never know, like, for example, if one one party wins, it might be better for China than it is for the United States. And if another party wins, it, it might be better for the United States than it is for China. We could have an escalated trade war. There's just there's so much uncertainty right now. And uh, the market's reflecting that, obviously. Exactly. But I don't know. Hopefully uh, everything works out. And hopefully the market goes up soon. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to look at again. Right now, it's uh, unless I'm buying, it's not much fun. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those like, oh, yeah, I think I'll just focus on work today and not uh, stay with this. <laughs> um, but anyway, we do have something really cool. I really am excited for you to share with us. How are you tracking your investment? Spreadsheets are a mystery to me. Excel is one of those things. It's like I don't want to learn that. I hate it. Just looking at it, I hate it. So. Please give me your wisdom. Uh, give give us your wisdom. How how are you? Uh, how are you doing this? Yeah, let me uh, do a screen share here. All right. Uh, so these uh, this is kind of like a basic uh, Excel spreadsheet and like just a, a basic chart, just to kind of give myself a general idea of uh, how much I have where. And it right now it's kind of boring because a lot of the shares for some of these I. Uh, or a lot of the stocks for some of these I only have one share of, so it's not as exciting as it normally would be. Um, also, I'm about a bit of a control freak where I I like to enter in my own data. Um, uh, I think on Robinhood there's uh, either an XML file or maybe even a spreadsheet you can download that will give you all the information, but I'm kind of, uh, I've been like at my day job, I make a lot of spreadsheets on a lot of charts. So I, I prefer to do it myself. Um, so on here, I have a couple different tabs. This tab is uh, the most recent one I've been working on for monthly dividends. Um, so what I usually do is uh, the columns here, I like to be able to sort. Uh, let's see, this column I just added recently because I redid the chart. So I need to uh, add that so I can sort it. So. Uh, if you're in Excel and you go over to data, press filter, this will allow you to sort. So if I wanted to see <clears throat> once everything's in there and you can put in uh, whatever information you'd like if you're creating your own, uh, main thing I would suggest is symbol. Um, I like to put in when I bought it and then I'm a dividend guy, so I like the dividend yield. Uh, I put in the average cost of what I bought it for just so I can kind of keep track. Um, and then the number of shares, but you can kind of do whatever you want on there. Like the company name, you really don't need it. Uh, I put in there just because I'm a bit of a completist. Uh, this one I'm still kind of working on, so it's unfinished. And I got some notes over here of when the ex-dividend date is. So I know, uh, you know, like this one's coming up in a couple weeks. So I'm keeping an eye on this one for a dip so I can snag some of this and get in right before the ex-dividend date because then I feel like I'm getting one over on the on the stock company because uh, <laughs> I'm like sliding in right before uh, the cutoff for the dividend. Um, and I just have notes of like where it's at at a certain time. So a couple weeks from now, if it, if it's above $56 on this one, I know like, Oh, uh, if it, or if it goes below 56, I know like, Oh, well it's on a dip. So I can do that. Um, and this is a really basic spreadsheet because I'm still working on a way to, uh, link all this data to a table so that all the information is live instead of me having to enter it. Uh, you know, usually on Mondays I'll enter it in. Um, 
But anyways, uh, once you have the filter set up on here, like if I wanted to see what I bought today, um, I could just go over, uh, click on filters or date filters, and then I'll just look at today. And it kind of changes my chart over here too. Uh, so, well, uh, yeah, it's today's date. Um, so this is kind of what I bought today. It just kind of uh, shows you the amount and what stock. Um, and it doesn't show how many shares though. It, it's just a kind of overview of what I have in there. So let's say if you wanted to make this chart, um, let me unfilter this. Uh, let's say you wanted to make a chart like this. I'll delete that one. All right. Uh, so what I would do is if you want to know what your total investment is for each stock, um, I would just go ahead and highlight, well, let me highlight that. And I'll go over here to insert and then click on a pie chart here. Um, normally for data analysis, uh, the 3D pie chart looks pretty cool, but data analysis rarely ever take it seriously. So if you see it, then you know the person's not a professional data analyst because <laughs> <laughs> um, donut charts look pretty cool too, but uh, yeah, I. It looks like I have more when I don't use a donut chart, so I just use a <laughs> regular pie chart. Uh, so I'll go through and expand this a little bit. Uh, so you have all the colors here, but it doesn't tell you which one is which or how much you have in there. Um, so I'm going to want that information. So what I'll do is you can do this in any order. Uh, if you right click on the pie chart itself, go to select data. Um, and then go to edit. Uh, so this is your axis label range. So instead of like blue being one and orange being two, uh, what I'm gonna do is go over here and click on that symbol, hold down the shift key, and then click on the last one. And you'll see all the uh, cells and everything will be in here. And then click on okay. Um, so that puts all the ones down here, but it's wow. still kind of a, it's, it helps, uh, but it's still kind of a pain because you're like, okay, yellow is gain. Uh, I got a little bit in there, but it doesn't tell me how much I have. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll kind of right click on there, add a data label. So then it gives me the amount for each one. Um, but then it's still kind of a pain because it's like, okay, I got 70 bucks in orange. Orange kind of looks like BTT, but the print down here is kind of small and some of the colors are really close. Like is that looks like the dark orange. That's kind of the light orange. Um, so what I'll do is I'll right click again. I'll go to uh, format data labels. And this will show up over here. My, my access uh, or my Excel kind of runs kind of slow because uh, there was a, an enhancement I downloaded one time uh, for doing some data analyzing, and it, even though I've taken it off of there, it still kind of slows it down. So uh, normally, your all your stuff will probably show up a lot faster than mine. Uh, so uh, let's see. I want to add the category name, basically what stock it is. Uh, so I'll click on there, and then it shows me my stocks on there. Um, so I can close that out. And then, yeah, then from there, you can kind of play around with it. Like here, it's hard to read because uh, it's kind of uh, a darker, 
a slice of the pie. Mm -hmm. So I'll go over here to home. Uh, I'll go over to the letter color and I'll change that to white and changes all these to white except for these ones on the outside. I don't want to be white because I can't see them. There we go. So what I'll do is I'll just kind of change some of these individually. So you just kind of click on the individual ones and you can change the different colors there. So I kind of did that for that one. Um, normally, since all these are one share, you could do it over here uh, in the average cost one. But like in my uh, aristocrats over here, we go up a little bit. There we go. Uh, like over here, I've been doing some drips, so I have like oddball numbers for everything. Like uh, if like I have one uh, one point zero one. Um, let's see, Coke. I have uh, six point zero three. So what I did on here was uh, I just kind of did like a formula um, so that I don't have to go through and calculate this all the time. Um, here, let's see. Oh, let me go down here to Coke. Uh, there it is. All right, so let me erase the formula there. All right, um, so normally I'd have to get out a calculator and be like, all right, I bought it for 46.27 times 6.03. Um, let's say it's all this happened before I did a drip, so I only had six. Um, I do the calculation, but then the drip happens, and then it goes to 6.03, and then I have to calculate this all over again. Uh, so what I do there is I just do a formula. Uh, so I'll do equals and then sum because, oh, wait, not sum. Uh, just do equals and then click on there uh, and then do times. And then I'll click on there. So you're doing uh, this amount per share times the amount of shares, and then just click on enter, and it does all the calculations for me here, and it updates, the graph will update as soon as the calculations here are done. Um, sometimes if you have a lot of formulas, you just go up to formulas and you calculate now and it'll run everything. I think, yeah, I have this set up to automatic, uh, so it does all the calculations automatically for me. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, you don't even have to do the formula for each one. Uh, let's say this one didn't have a formula. Uh, instead of going through and typing in the formula again, you could just take that, grab the corner, and drag it down, and it'll give you all the formulas. Huh. Yep. Wow. Only, only thing is it changed all the color of the cells. Uh, so let me go through and undo that because I'm uh, really particular about all that. What's the um, what's the logic behind your color coding there too? Oh, uh, green means I bought it, and red is uh, kind of like stay away. Um, uh, let's see, like Otis, I think they suspended their dividends, so I <laughs> I mark that as red because I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'm not buying them, uh, not until I get some of that dividend money. And then the non-colored ones are ones you haven't bought yet. Yeah, yeah, they're ones I haven't bought yet. Um, I do recommend that Realty Income one. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, they're also a monthly uh, a monthly dividend company too. Um, I think they're yeah they're dividend aristocrats, so they've been paying out dividends forever, and uh, they're paying them out monthly, so that's always a good thing. Um, 
Otis, I don't know why I have this in red. I just looked it up on Dividend.com, and it's not suspended. So I'll go through and not make them red because, uh, <laughs> you know, everyone needs elevators. <laughs> I don't think I have anything against an elevator company that I, that I don't know of. Um, oh, the up and the down. and the, <laughs> Where's the sideways elevators? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, like on the monthly dividend ones, uh, the ones that I bought and found out they didn't pay out dividends anymore, I put those in red, just kind of a reminder, hey, don't buy these. Uh, um, and But it's also kind of a reminder to kind of check back in, see if they're paying dividends again. Um, and then I got the notes over here. I kind of put some notes in there to remind me of uh, things. Uh, in the dividend and aristocrat uh, spreadsheet, or uh, the page on the spreadsheet. Uh, if I put DK and DA, it kind of lets me know that it's a dividend king and an aristocrat. So if I like, if I buy Emerson, I can kind of check off two squares, I guess, if we're playing uh, dividend bingo. Hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and I could probably rearrange it, like uh, if I wanted to uh, do the graph where I didn't have any of the zeros in here. I could probably. Let me see if we'll do it automatically when I go into here. If I unselect that, let me see if it updates a graph on here. See what I mean? My Excel is super slow. <laughs> like this isn't even a, there's not a lot of formulas in here, so it shouldn't be this slow. Um, but uh, that's what I get for, for downloading an upgrade and then trying to. Maybe you could uninstall the whole thing and reinstall it and get rid of that. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Might uh, be something in your registry. Like, sometimes when you install programs, not all the program goes away, and you have to go through, like, a registry cleaner. Yeah, I bet you that's probably what happened, because uh, I tried basically just ripping it out, like, gutting it out of there, and uh, that's when it started going really slow like this. But, uh, oh, yeah, well, let me flip over. Um, but, yeah, that's a little bit about graphs. Uh, I'm kind of just doing a simple one for now just kind of help myself kind of keep track of things because uh, I've been trying to get all the dividend kings and all the aristocrats and everything and now my my new uh, my new you know kind of obsession is uh, monthly dividends uh, monthly dividend stocks so it kind of helps me keep track of them uh, eventually I want to mess around with it and figure out a way to link it up so it's live so I'm getting uh, some live data where it'll show me if I'm up or down. Wow, uh, how would you how would you do that? Uh, I don't know if I'd be able to. Basically, they would uh, if the website will let me uh, link it up to uh, probably link it up to their database somehow. Um, It'd have to or, be some sort of API plugin or something. Yeah, yeah. But that would be really cool. Yeah, because I, I could make it work. Um, and uh, this is just an Excel. Like, I could probably do, like, a, a access database where it would probably be better to kind of link it up to an access database and something that would kind of give me live info. Because um, I would like something like that where, it, I, I mean, Robinhood does it for me where it shows what I bought it for. And, uh, like, you can filter Robinhood to show you if you're up, you know, 10 cents or down 10 cents or something like that but right. um it would be nice to have it in my my own chart and everything uh plus i think if i found a way to link it it would only work as long as i'm logged in and i'm real careful to always make sure i log out of of uh 
you know, any of my accounts or financial things, you know, just in case. But, uh, but yeah, this is just some kind of basic uh, sheets. There's also um, a website I found the other day, and I can't remember it now, so I have to uh, post that on our on our uh, social media when I remember what it is. But there's a website I was playing around with where uh, it'll calculate your investment uh, over a, a certain period of time. Uh, so I was playing around with that, but now I can't remember what the website was. But uh, those are good too, you know, if you can kind of uh, find a website that will calculate it for you. Uh, you can even do the calculations here on Excel if you want. Um, but you have to uh, well, I guess even if you're doing on the on a website, you have to tell the website if you're expecting like a, a 3% growth uh, growth every year or 6% or something like that, it'll calculate it out for you. But uh, that's something else you could do on Excel um, if you wanted to kind of do like a like a, a burn up chart where it shows you your um, how much your stocks grow over time. It would all be speculative because we don't know for sure, mm -hmm. uh, you know, but you could do something like that to kind of show you, like, you know, by the time your retirement age, how much your stocks would be worth or how much, uh, you know, your dividends will be uh, paying out or something by then. All right. Well, thank you for that. That was really actually kind of fascinating. I've, it's, it's one of those things. It's like I'm just too right-brained, just right-brained enough to where it's like, spreadsheets and, and data and all i'm like uh, i can't do it but you made it sound pretty simple so uh, uh well, and, and, I, and i love seeing it and seeing it in practice i think that's that's pretty cool yeah yeah definitely i uh i don't know i like uh hands-on things um you know like in the automotive background when i was uh taking automotive classes it was nice because everything was hands-on so i uh, like with Excel, I like it because you can kind of mess around with it and it's a lot more hands-on than, um, you know, reading like, a, you know, reading an article or a book or something about, uh, you know, um, stocks and everything. I'd rather kind of play with it, manipulate the data myself and see, look at it from different aspects. All right. Very cool. Well, hopefully that's been a big help. And uh... It never hurts to do more work at home where you're you're logging stuff and tracking stuff down, uh, and, and and knowing how to do it do it yourself. It's uh, thank you very much for sharing that with us. Um, it just goes to you know how you manage your finances and your expenses, and it's uh, you know it's a definitely a good skill to have to be able to uh, track the data and track the information. Um, so uh, I don't really have anything else. I was just kind of scanning a little bit. Also, the new, some more news uh, stories. The new Xbox console price releases have come out. Looks like the low end model is going to be two ninety nine. High end model is going to be expecting to maybe be three ninety nine, possibly four fifty. But uh, so that's that's some news there. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, other than that we'll just see what the market does tomorrow. And hopefully this dip won't continue. Um, I haven't been in a position to buy the dip, so yeah. And it's like, do I want to buy something that's going to keep going down? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you just, it's it's you never know where the bottom's going to be. But uh, exactly. And uh, I definitely do uh, encourage people if you really want to try to grow your money, try to get into the market. Do it with Acorns first because uh, you can set it and forget it. Those uh, Vanguard ETFs are very reliable as far as um, working with grow, growing when the market grows and uh, 
not losing a ton. Like it's, it's basically Acorns has been the place where I've lost the least. Uh, and uh, getting into stocks, it's a risky game, but uh, it's definitely you know you have to take risks in order to uh, to succeed and to uh, to grow into profit. So um, so yeah, and just you know do your due diligence, do get all the education you can, and be ready for these uh, bear market days and ride through it and uh, know that uh, potentially it'll be much better on the backside. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, one concern I have is that everyone's going to freak out and sell all their stocks. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's probably the not the best thing to do because most of the time the stocks are going to bounce back. You know, like tomorrow everything could be up and we could be way in the green, you know. Yeah, I think a lot of what happened with the Tesla, too, is that a lot of retail investors like us, you know, doing it on, on Robin and whatnot, it's like uh, they start to see it fall and start selling off. And there was also a couple of stories that I saw during the dip where a lot of hedge funds were selling off their Tesla stock, taking their profits. And so that was like the initial downturn. And then it didn't help that they didn't get into the S&P 500. Yeah. Plus with Apple, Apple, I just checked Apple again. It's $111 a share, way below, you know, what I paid for it. But they are going back and forth with Epic Games. They are countersuing Epic Games for damages. So there is a hot mess going on there as far as their little war with the App Store going on. Um, in the bowl. And so that's I'm sure that's driving Apple down. About, so it's down about 8%. But uh, yeah, crazy, crazy times, uh, crazy times ahead. Yeah. And well, do you have anything else you want to cover today? No, that's pretty much everything. Right, man. I know you got a class to teach coming up. I want to thank everyone for listening to us. Hopefully this has been uh, helpful. And if you've got some other way that you like to chart your investments and, uh, and uh, keep track of what you're doing, uh, feel free to let us know in the comments, uh, either on the video or in DMs. You can follow us at Broke Money on Twitter, at Broke Money Hustle on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. It's Broke Money Hustle. And again, we're just two regular guys who are more blue collar than anything else and just trying to get out of the paycheck to paycheck lifestyle with uh, multiple side hustles and investments. And just, you know, you, you don't don't wait till you're rich to start to do rich things. You got to start when you're, when you're broke. And uh, that's what we try to advocate here. All right. Well, on behalf of my co-host, Trico, I'm Eric, and uh, thank you, guys. We will see you on the next episode, and hopefully we'll have some better market news. Have a good one. Thank you. This is Broke Money Hustle. And now, here's Broke Money Hustle with Trico and Eric.